0: hello hello welcome back to dear sisters podcast sorry if you can hear my chair here we are here we are today we do not have a topic this week we decided to kind of just let you all throw in some ideas or questions or advice you need on literally
1: anything and we actually got some really good responses so we're excited to get into them and then maybe in a couple days or after some time people can listen to this we can put out something where people vote whether they like a topic specific Mm -hmm. related session or just like just go at random
0: um we also got some things that were like not just advice but just like what do you think of this or like Mm -hmm. what's your opinion on that or how do you do this um so we got like cool different things it's actually pretty fun not having a topic i feel like um but yeah Uh, again quick disclaimer before we get into everything This is in no way, shape, or form related to anybody's professional practices. These are just our personal opinions, and we are not giving certified advice. It's just our opinion on everything.
1: Um, How was your week? Good. It actually went really quick. This week flew Honestly, though, my weeks do kind of go fast. As you know, I function on a four-day week. Mm -hmm. I work really hard on my day five, a.k.a. Friday, but... Mm -hmm. We're, we're this getting, week is we're lying it is fast and we are near our checkout moment yes 100 so. percent
0: um but yeah same shit different week honestly just mm-hmm. like busy quick weeks um but yeah we're here to send you into your weekend on a positive healthy note um we won't have any pop culture or fun facts this week just because we're in a little bit of a time crunch if we're being honest and also we don't really know what to make the fun facts about when there's no topic to relate them to. Yeah, so I'll have to think about that. Yeah. But
1: I did I did have something pop culture. I just don't remember what, I, what it was. I didn't even look. Within I the past forgot. couple, I don't know. It was within the past couple of days I read something and I was like, oh, I'm talking about this on the pod, but I don't, now I don't know. Well, we'll save them for next week. Okay. We'll, we'll throw those
0: segments in here and there or whatever, but this week we want to just get right into everything and that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Yeah, he's munching right now. I'm <laughs> trying so hard to make sure you don't hear it. <laughs> All right. So we got a couple. Amateur. <laughs> Put your phone on silent. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. Um, we got a couple. What do you call them? Responses in the question box. And then we got two DMs this week. Two. Thank let's you go. So much. Those are our goal. All right. So let's start with this first one. This is more just like what's your opinion or what do you. Think of '90s style coming. I back. love this one. Me too. Fun. I know
1: it's not like asking for a certain advice, yeah. but just
0: like give us shit to talk about. It. It's so fun. <laughs> um,
1: so '90s style. Well, I don't know if this is like really '90s style, but you know, I purchased the phone charm.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like that's <laughs> more. I mean, I feel like it's '90s slash early 2000s.
1: Okay. Well, cell phones
0: like were not that big of a thing in the '90s. No,
1: I know. I just feel like this trend yeah. is more of like a. I don't know what kind of vibe it would be. It's definitely a Gen Z thing. Yeah. But it kind of matches, like, I mean, like this new had, 90s hip we style. Phone or phone charms old on our razors, new. you know? Oh. On our razor flip phones. Remember they had,
0: like, the little thing for the phone charms? Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. it kind of does, like, swing back. Totally. Anyways, I purchased one on Etsy. I was living for it, for sure. <laughs> um, and I, like, forgot that it was just, like, a phone charm. And mm. just for uh decoration purposes or whatever you want to call it and i like use it a, as a wristlet and it completely snapped off my phone so <laughs> it like you, broke her phone case yeah. so it was Proceed a moment with caution yeah just if you purchase one of those trying to be cute cute <laughs> hip and cute yeah <laughs> i said cute cute That's um just don't in. use it as a wristlet <laughs> but, like anything to hold yeah, your phone like,
0: beaded string isn't definitely not meant yeah. to hold your phone yeah I have two opinions on 90s style coming back. Well, I have an opinion and then I have some just an interesting fact that I've been thinking about a lot since like pandemic ended kind of and we've been getting back out into the world. Firstly, one trend that I really don't want to see come back are low rise jeans because they just don't work for my body type and they caused me a lot of trauma when I was a child. So <laughs> I would really love <laughs> if we
1: kept those. In the I past. personally like I don't mind. I think it's a cute look. Cute it looks look. fine, but like it doesn't feel fine for me.
0: Doesn't feel fine. Doesn't look great on me. Uh, the tummy doesn't really allow <laughs> for the low-rise jeans to look like really hot and cute. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good for um, me, so I'm not. I'm that.
1: not gonna go towards. But that's that. also
0: early 2000s. So like, if we're if we're pushing 90s for sure, 90s mom jeans, high-waisted shorts,
1: all day long. Yeah, I'll be um, a high waist girl forever. 100%. And if I'm not, then shake me and. <laughs> And make me change my mind. You will never not see me in high-waisted
0: pants. It's just more comfortable. Second thing, just like a cool, I guess this could be my little fun fact. What did you do? I think my pants right now are low-waisted. <laughs> they definitely
1: are. They are All definitely right. not high-waisted Let pants. me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I'm not a fraud. Um, I am not comfortable in my work clothes. Well, I know. I'm comfortable in my work clothes, but my work clothes aren't my clothes that I would choose to wear. Yeah. Out and about. Let's right. just say so i'm still wearing my work clothes and i look professional i look fine but um but not they're, for not like your, they're not, not for comfort choice no they're not second thing i wanted to say which could kind of be taken as my
0: fun fact so we i took a history of fashion class in college and we talked a lot about like how the climate of like society affected cult like fashion trends and during like I think it was the 70s like obviously fashion was really like crazy colorful groovy like people just kind of like going balls to the wall with everything and that was because Vietnam war happened right before so they're coming Mm. out of like the Vietnam war and they went nuts same thing after the Great Depression kind of happened you come out of the Great Depression
1: okay here you are with a fun fact no so cool (laughs) right or no you know what it
0: was it wasn't it was um yeah the Great Depression and then whatever it was we get the point the flappers Yep, that's not the same time
1: (laughs) <laughs> but whatever
0: was before the 1920s <laughs> the flappers makes me think so of mclean
1: <laughs> i'm not even gonna go go into that but, but whatever if listening to this whatever was you know before I. the
0: 1920s was like another i think it was a war i don't fucking know my history but basically all that to say that what's happening now is like all the same thing Where like you're coming out of this time where we oh, are held up in the house yes. and now you're seeing fucking color and like pattern and so cool crazy trends and I just think it's really cool to see it, like all I love it all folds. honestly
1: I don't think I mean I think it's fun
0: yeah cute love it's it.
1: different I mean tra- honestly
0: you should have seen me in eighth grade
1: if I can bring that kind of fashion back
0: I will take it <laughs> I almost bought zebra pants today
1: <laughs> and I'm, I I try like I'm open to buying more trendy stuff and if I like it I like it if not exactly okay all like right
0: it. next question wedding planning I'm planning my wedding at the moment and I heard Gabby is too. She is. She is. We're almost there. Yes. I think wedding planning, coming from someone who's helping plan a wedding, don't stress the little things. Try not to stress the little things. They can be the most stressful things, I feel like, but they're also the things people remember the least. Another good word of advice that I have heard people tell you that I think is really important is no one knows but you what is supposed to happen on the day. Mm -hmm. So if shit starts to go awry on the day, don't freak out because you're the only person that knows what was supposed to happen and how shit's supposed to go. But I'm not a bride, so Gabby, take it over. Oh, what's the question? Just, like, advice on wedding planning. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Advice on wedding planning. Um... If I could go back in time, well, my time was just very yeah Gabby had like distorted because I was supposed to last year. Anyway, so you do your you plan your big things first, like mm-hmm. your big vendors. That's what I did right away. Yeah, you got to find like a time and place. Yeah, and then you have some you have a lot of time until all like the little quote unquote little stuff has to be done. If I could give advice, I would I would suggest doing more of that little stuff a little bit sooner. If you can, because it's it, it's tough because there's some things you have to wait because you need like I don't know what's a good example, but oh, I need to know how many people are coming to my wedding before I do table charts, mm-hmm. like all you that, need, like stuff. the RSVP. Yeah, before there's like a hand, there's people. like a handful of things that really cannot be done until like a month a before, before, which yeah. kind of sucks. But those other things that can be done a little bit before, like getting your bridesmaids gifts, getting their robes um mm-hmm. groomsmen gifts like stuff like that um your rings I would try to do all that before because that stuff it really does add up and I know like what you were saying not any not everyone knows but mm-hmm. those are there are some things that are smaller and maybe in price or just in general but they do make a difference like for instance my flower girls and ring bear like I want them to be holding something when they mm-hmm. walk down the aisle that was like yeah. a little thing that I had to do Get that off Etsy. Right. right? So like, but you ended up getting everything all at up. once and it was like, shit, I'm dropping hundreds yeah. of dollars. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. But I would say be proactive. Yeah. Spread it out. Exactly.
1: Spread it out because I think it'll be, um, it'll just feel like less, it'll feel better on your wallet and on your, <laughs> instead like, of waiting last minute your grabbing stress. it all at one time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's my okay. advice and it's going well. I'm excited. Yeah. Wedding planning is not fucking easy though.
0: And I'm not even planning a wedding of my own. So. It's Julia
1: did write out all my invitations. And I they wrote look really, really good. Thank you. You're welcome. I wrote
0: so many addresses the other day. So if you're getting a wedding <laughs> invitation, that's on me. And I forget what we told you to put on the back, but pull up and leave the drama. Okay. <laughs> Someone we kind of touched on this last week said making new friends as a mid twenty something.
1: Well, I feel like you're making new friends right now as a mid twenty something. I am. So, so talk new about friends. it.
0: Um, because I, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've been hanging out with my work friends a lot. It's been great people that I work with at the restaurant I work at. Um, I think what we said last week about like remembering that it's not going to happen the way it did in high school and college is really important because it doesn't happen like overnight when you're in your 20s. Like you have to like find common ground and like um, just like really figure out different ways to connect with people because you don't have all the things you have in common with them that you might in high school and college So I think it just, like, takes a lot of time putting yourself out there um, and just, like, not being afraid to, like, ask people to do things and hang out. Um, The people I work with are really good about, like, doing things and inviting people to things. And I just kind of, like, will go to these, like, whatever we're doing. And then from there more things get planned and it just, like, happens. But I think just, like, putting yourself out there and not being, like,
1: nervous to go nervous or nervous like, to, I don't to go, go or like embarrassed that you're like still looking to make friends and you're 20, yeah you know what I mean? and like-, like you went to the one get together a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So much fun, right? So like fun. you probably blacked out, but it was fun. <laughs> Wait, no, but let me ask you Sorry. <laughs> your thoughts before you went versus after.
0: Mm. I hope no one from work is listening.
1: Um
0: before I went, I was really excited cuz I was okay. like Honestly, the reason I one of the main you're reasons you're also a very expressive, I'm a very like, social person. Social person, so yeah.
1: you can I'm maybe not you wouldn't sh- be as nervous as others. I'm not
0: shy at all. Um, I the one of the main reasons I started this job was to make friends because I a lot of my friends have <laughs> moved away. Aside from the money, well, yeah, I said one of. Duh. I needed the money, but, but I also needed the also friends. Also, like, just like something to do, somewhere to go. Like, I'm not going to go out on a Saturday night by myself. so I'm going to go work on a Saturday night. Sure, that kind of thing, and then. Um, so like, I was really excited when it was like, oh, we're all hanging out and doing something. Also, now that COVID's over, it's going to be a little easier. It was really hard to like have that mindset at work before. Um, but I I wasn't like nervous to go, but I was not you don't
1: know what you're walking into. Exactly. I was like,
0: I wonder what this is going to be like. I like, I know we had like a barbecue and I was like, I know everyone's going to be there. I know we're drinking, but like, I don't know what the vibe's going to be. And like, I know the people that were there, but I was like. You know, really know that. exactly, but it was so fun. And like, everyone is everyone's just so chill. Don't like overhype it in your head. And then after, I had a little bit of
1: a hangover anxiety because I drank too much. But I like it was to call so that anxiety. And I, and I struggle with anxiety so bad. Well, Maybe it's worse when you have anxiety <laughs> with like the people
0: you work with because then I'm like, I gotta see them at work. But everyone's so chill, and nobody gives a shit. Um, but it was fun, it was really fun. Put yourself out there, you might feel weird because you feel
1: like you're like. Older and like,
0: I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it can feel like making friends in your 20s is old, but it's not. You know it's what I mean? It's not. Yeah.
1: Yep. But and then fast forward a couple weeks later, Julia hosted the get together. I at did. Our we parents had a pool house. day at so my that house. That was, so it was fun. fun. I mean, I wasn't there, but got a couple things I go that you did play. that. And it's fun. I
0: mean, having friends is fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Don't be nervous. It is. It is don't overhype it, it in your head. Don't think that people already have established friend groups in be like okay that's it I'm not going to be their friend because they already have their friends don't think that way you'll be good to go um can I see your responses on your phone
1: I mean I have this but okay what about the dms um let's do this one let's do this one
0: first we'll do the dms last okay go ahead um someone said maybe you could talk about how to be close with your siblings or something so kind of just in terms of like and someone says, someone also said, like, talk about being sisters. So there's kind of a million different things we could talk about. But I think one of the, I saw a tweet or meme the other day that was like, having siblings, having siblings is so crazy. And it said something along the lines of, like, you grow up hating them. And then one day you just wake up and you're like, oh, this guy's all right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know. What do you think? What's your What are your thoughts on being close with siblings?
1: Um well I I know I will one hundred percent be well God willing <laughs> me being able to have multiple children. I definitely want to have your kids to have siblings. Yeah, I one hundred percent want that. Yeah sorry if you can hear my
0: chair rolling around underneath
1: me. I just think we were like raised in a fa- in a family who very shit, much yeah. values family and, and have a lot of us. Yeah, and really it would take I don't even think really anything could happen that would really, what's um, the word I'm looking for?
0: Make us not close?
1: Yeah, or just like... F- make the family detrimental to our... Burn bridges, whatever you call Whatever you want to call it, but I just think that because of that, we really just appreciate and value each other and then understand that we're also very different at mm-hmm. the same time, you know what I, I, feel I mean? feel like so, at the same
0: time, though, growing up, we took that for, we could have, I don't think we did, but we could have taken that for granted. Like, I think having siblings and like being close to your siblings, if you're used to that, like how we were in a family of four, that's a family of 40. Mm-hmm. Yes. Children. Yeah. Like we have. She we like shit could really hit the fan. We and- have 41 cousins. <clears throat> we in our family have four kids and then there's like 41 and then there's six, and there's, six on the other side. Yeah. Like my
1: dad has five sisters. My dad has so seven like,
0: siblings. So like, there's just a lot of sibling cousin, like a lot of families within a big family right like our cousins are basically we have the same relationships with them as we have with our siblings so like there could be a lot of drama that there wasn't and I think we could have taken we took that for granted a little bit not in a way where we did anything negative but like I don't think any of us kind of sit back and think about enough like Yeah, very lucky. Well, but also, I think that's like
1: and I'm going to I'm going to say the other question we got because we got a question that said, who's your biggest role models? Oh, yeah. And I really genuinely think I'm not saying this just because it's Father's Day, but I think my dad is like the biggest role model I have and will always be because I think it's because of his value system Mm -hmm. within family, Um, like for like letting things go or like not Mm -hmm. holding grudges and like he's very I mean, you like people who know my dad may think like he's a pushover or whatever but he's like a and maybe he is sometimes but like he's a ge- he's a very genuine humble like just a grateful like human right and he and wants he genuinely, genuinely wants people, the best for everybody yes. and he and teaches he does us how everything to everything he can yeah he teaches us how yes. to do that within like each other and then do that out in our jobs and right. our, our values you know like so I don't know. I definitely, I think it all connects. And I think our sibling relationships are so pure and good because of the way we were raised. Mm -hmm. And I, and I say dad more so because I think he, he really holds true to that like family value. I mean, yeah, that's how he was raised. And I think like there are pros and cons, like maybe having boundaries, maybe dad's boundaries could be a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Or like, like
1: you know, he, he's very, he has no beef with anyone. mm -hmm. He doesn't really care what people think about him. And I just feel like that kind of, a lot of his his ways just like reflect on us. right? And I'm really, I'm grateful for that. And I'm obviously biased because he's my dad, but he's the best. So I know he's not listening to this, but he is the best.
0: But I think we're very lucky in that regard. And if you're not as lucky to have that strong family bond and like, let's say, I don't know what this situation
1: is, but like you want to be closer to your siblings or. You have that power though. Even if your family is not like that, um, you have the control because it's your life at the end of the, and that's another thing. And I mean, I can, maybe we could talk about this more in another episode if people want to hear, but like it's interesting how to form your own life when you have such a close family system and family values. Right. Because that's something like I've thought about more now that I'm getting married and I have my own family, and I feel like I'm very attached and dependent on my family because of those reasons. So, um, but I think the most important thing is like you, whatever your family situation is, is at the end of the day, you are going to grow up and be your own person, and you have your own values, your own opinion, your own um, way for you, for your lifestyle. And I don't think you can make certain choices that are best for you mm-hmm. you know it's like your choice on how you want to live your life and how that impacts your family but I don't know I think that's a good point that you brought up like if you don't have like I what I'm we have gonna, to fall yeah, and I was just like, saying, like you still you are you still, still have control. the power to let yeah. yeah and
0: whether it be like bad blood or just like not Naturally and every family does that have blood <laughs> like Right. Like we I'm don't not have, saying we have
1: like a perfect no, family. not even close. But it's not, we don't really let it, like those things happen and then. It gets blown over a little bit.
0: Yeah. Not we in just, a bad way. Yeah. But yeah. I was, all I was going to say is like when it comes down to it, like your family is your family and like, <laughs> I don't know, it, they're the only ones that like kind of have to ride or die with you. Yep. And when it comes down to it, it's like at the end of the day, like you can go to your brother or sister and just be like, look what's up like what's the deal because of your brothers because you're exactly
1: yeah
0: um but yeah I we're very lucky with our family and like I feel like I have one sister two brothers and then a million sisters and a million brothers Mm -hmm. (laughs) um do you want to get into the dms yeah okay so the first one we got uh they sent like a question box and then I just asked for some more details so they said was just thinking, I have a few friends who are dating guys who have done very questionable things slash have major red flags and have almost broken up with them because of said things. They've confided in me about this stuff, and then they stay with their boyfriends and kind of act like it never happened. Wondering if you have any advice on how to handle those situations other than just being supportive of their choice to stay with that person. This is a very finicky line. um, But, like, this is also a fine, fine line.
1: But I'll be honest, I've been in both of those situations. I've been on the inside... I've been on the outside. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know really much about the outside, but because I I choose, I choose to not really um, get too involved in other people's relationships, just because I know how it can feel on the other end. Um, but I also understand like the point of, um, like the perspective of the friend and how frustrating that can be from the outside perspective. Like I can validate and understand that hundred percent even from someone who was inside Me the as relationship. Well. Um, and it is really frustrating, but I think the point is, is that, I don't know how I want to say this, but you, as much as you think, you know, what's going on as their friend, you can only do so much and you don't, you, you really won't know the whole story and the whole gist because you're not in the relationship, Mm. but you do have a, a, probably a valid perspective, right? Like your friend's not going to vent to you about the good stuff. Right. And I don't know. I'm just saying that there's only so much, you know, and only so much you can do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's your choice if you want to let that person's um, choices and judgment like impact your guys' relationship. Right. That's where I I say it's like a very finicky line. Right. Because I, me personally, I will, I would, I don't want to say never, but I wouldn't, I would really try hard to never let my friend's relationship Choices, you whatever, friend. impact me, and especially at this time and my, especially at this age. It's like I don't. No offense, but I don't really care all that much, <laughs> you know. Whereas mm-hmm. I think like in high school and, um, like when we were a little bit younger, we were more caring, invested in like drama, like whatever. But I think now I don't really know if I could
0: yeah, find it. in I think me it's to well. I I think it's really hard because it's
1: like <laughs> I know this that sounded bitchy, but no. But I think
0: it's also hard because. I don't think you have really don't take this the wrong way or correct me if I'm wrong, but like you and your friends, like boyfriends aren't very involved. Like you're not very like when you hang out with your friends, you hang out with your friends, not them and their boyfriends.
1: Yeah. Whereas and I would person, just prefer that for these, for these reasons. But I'm though. saying this
0: person may not have that situation. True, so true. I think the sol- point. One solution to this is like communicate it If you think they can handle it, don't communicate it if you don't, but maybe try and keep your friendship just with them. And like, be supportive or like, I don't know, like listen to them when they vent and all that kind of stuff. But I like, do think
1: it depends on what kind of. Yeah, you're right. It does depend on what kind of relationship you have with with them, with that significant other, with them, and where you want that to go. Right, and know? like you can you can kind of make
0: it a thing where it's like, I love you and I want you to be happy if you want to be with this person, but like I don't want to be around that person.
1: And that doesn't. And that that's fine. And that's okay. That can happen. Some right? people, but you some people have to be but, around that person. But, your friend may not
0: think, like, that's the hard part, is, like, if you communicate that to your friend, they may take that the, the, the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So, I would just those situations.
1: But I think if you can communicate, if you really want the best for your friend, mm-hmm. you will support their... In your opinion, not great decision. You don't have to be around that person, but 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 see the. I don't know if I agree with that because (sighs) if you want the best for your friend, you don't think that their decision is what's
0: best for them. You don't have the right to make that call. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. You don't. But how do you support them if how do you support their decision to because it's the best for them when you don't think that's what it is?
1: What do you do? Um, <laughs> good point. stump <laughs> stumped no, I just the figure therapist. Out, figure out where you fit though. Figure out where you fit in that. like mm-hmm. what do you what do you care about more? Do you care about being friends with this person, or do you really care more about their actions with this other person? Right, right? You know right, what right, I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. Also I, how close are you with also, these? friends If this pert like if this boyfriend fucked this girl over, like like went out and like, I don't know if this mm-hmm. ha- if she's like in the middle of a, of a conflict. That's a whole different situation. Like I'm like, what if the boyfriend and the girlfriend are fighting and it has to do with this person? Oh. Like if she's been like violated in this whole.
0: Oh, then fuck him. Right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Right. Right. But if so it's like things I'm, he's I'm, doing that, I want to make that clear. But if this is more right. like between the boyfriend and the girlfriend, and you're kind of just like outside. You're getting, you're getting vented
0: to, and you're not liking what you're
1: hearing. I would weigh out all your options. Right. There's so many things you can do and see where, what fits best for where you want your friendship to go.
0: Right, cuz that's what's the most important. And be open
1: with a friend about it and be open about and their decisions. And and
0: kind of like gauge your friendship and your closeness and think like can they handle this conversation maturely and will they will they get pissed off and be done with me or will they understand where I'm coming from and be like okay, they just don't vibe. That sucks, but can you go to that person and say, "Hey, just so you know, I don't love the way that he treats you based on what you tell me, and I don't really want him to be a part of like my, our friendship I don't really love what's going on with you guys
1: yeah and it's like maybe we can get there someday exactly if you choose to to be with him but like but for if, now if you, you don't know, feel like
0: that person can handle that conversation and not be okay with that then maybe just distance yourself from the boyfriend take yeah. the friend out to lunch without him try to not be around him and like just support them in what they want to do
1: and not letting it get right in your friendship Right. you know cause yeah this could be a situation where the exactly. where the friend is like Every time she's with her. Right. And at the him. end of the day, like we said, the most important thing <laughs> about this is you're about right. it. Like, that could be annoying for sure. That could definitely be annoying. But. All right. Well, that, I don't even know if that was an answer, but, like, that was our thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Sure.
0: Like we said, this is in no way, shape, or form us telling you what to do. No. No, it but not um, Okay. Hope that helped. Next question and last DM is um hi I started listening to your podcast and I love it thank you I'm from Vestal and recently wait I'm from Vestal and recently moved back to the area after being away for college I know you both are from the area and Julia I think on an episode said she recently moved back I did in 2019 so kind of recently kind of not do you have any advice about moving in regards to transitioning adjusting and making friends I'm 26 so I like how I can Oh, I'm 26, so how do I even make friends after college? LOL. Any advice would be helpful. Well, we already touched on making advice in your 20s. Making friends. Or, not making it Right, 100%. <laughs> um, but my one question would be, are you moving in with your parents or are you moving back by yourself is what I wonder.
1: Sorry, I'm just rereading this because sometimes I –
0: Absorb it better if I just read it myself. Yeah, we can't pay attention to anything. <laughs> no, I can. I know, I'm kidding. But basically, moving back to the area after college, and it's like from the same area we are. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that's a good question. Where, who are are you moving in with? Anyone? Are you on your own? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Also, I feel like it is an adjustment because. Life will just look different yeah. when you come back. Here's what, maybe you're working. Here's maybe. one thing
0: I struggled with the most about moving home after college. Yeah, I don't
1: think I've had this experience as, as um, deeply yeah. as you did.
0: But here's one thing I experienced that was like probably, it's probably been the hardest for me is like, for one thing, college and home were very different for me. They were like two very different places. It was like big city, small town, art school versus like, I don't think very few people I know have gone to art school from here, whatever. When I am back here, I associate home, or I did for a while. I've gotten kind of out of that now. But it was really hard for me not to associate home with high school and being young and having no responsibilities and um, associating it with, like, my childhood. And then New York and college were what I associated, like, adulthood and independence and all that with. So when I came home after graduation and it was like time to get a job and start like being an adult, I was still living in my like high school bedroom Mm -hmm. and it was really hard for me to be like, yeah, I'm an adult, but I'm living with my parents, but I still live in the town I grew up in. Good point.
1: Like start brand new.
0: It's really hard.
1: No, I know it is, but that could be
0: like a little bit of advice that we could try to do. Like, how can you do that? I wonder if you moved in with your parents. I wonder if you moved into your own place. Like... Obviously, it's up to you to decide what you have like the means to do. But I think moving into your parents' house is probably way harder in this scenario. Um, but try and have a different perspective is probably my biggest piece of advice. Yeah, when rather you than back, like, oh, I'm going back home. Right. Yeah, moving back home makes it be like moving back to where I was before, which right? Is not where you are at all. You're. Yep, Julia, I
1: love that perspective. It, oh my gosh, so proud! Like it's
0: like really. I think moving, making your room into like an office studio room helped me. I so thank you.
1: Um, I'm but like saying, as I sit here,
0: <laughs> I like made Gabby's old room into like a space for work and like, because my old bedroom is just like not a workspace for me. Yep. I, that's a really you know good, what I mean? that's like, a good example. Change your perspective kind of where you're at. If you have your own place, like that's even easier. I just refuse to get my own place in Binghamton because I'm not going to stay here. And like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have so much room here at the house. I'm so comfortable. Like, why would I spend money? But, you know, get your own place if you need to. And if you're living in your own place, like this will be way easier for you. But like do everything you can to feel independent while you're back here, because it can be really easy to like feel Fall like back. you're back in high school. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think even like your jobs that you work now, they're they're not your forever jobs, but no. they're so much. They're so different than what you would have chose to do when you like before. Yeah. Right. So well, that was like I had like this whole per- like this whole
0: idea about or like opinion about like coming home after college like working in a restaurant like I didn't think that was what I wanted to do long term speak more
1: about your opinion about it you shaded it <laughs> I didn't shade it but like this I is didn't an open and honest safe <laughs> space you can say whatever you want but no I no I it I, felt like I, failure okay it, thank you wow no so I, I I say that because what you think then is a lot different than what you think oh now, I absolutely love my job Yeah, no, exactly. But I also, and it speaks a lot more to like your situation Mm -hmm. and your feelings about your situation, but you have like a new change perspective and you're making the best out of coming back home and you're actually happy. You know what I mean? Yes. And I also, I mean,
0: through that, like I have a goal.
1: Like, there's hope for this person, is what I'm saying. Like, yes, it could really, it could really, and I don't even think this person,
0: I don't even know if this person has like a bad outlook like you did. Like I did. I'm (laughs) just projecting a little bit, but like, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) I'm just saying this is what like I went through. And I came home without having, ever having an idea of staying home. Like, that staying home and not going back to the city for me was like, fail. Like, I failed. Like, that's what that meant in right, my head right, for a I long know. time. So
1: coming back and doing that, yeah.
0: So that was hard. So, like, figure out what you want and what you're, like, doing, what you want to do here. And just change your perspective on it as much as you can, like. um,
1: If you need to do that. If you need right, to. Right, Yeah.
0: But I only, I also just mean, like, don't think about it as, like, moving back home. Thinking mm-hmm. about it as, like, I'm moving to Vestal. Right.
1: And she asked specifically on, like, the transition and adjustment. And, like, that can be as fun and exciting as you want to make it. Exactly. You know? Like, like kind of like what you did with this room like right example so yeah i hope that kind of i hope julia's experience helped a little bit yeah i struggled with it a lot honestly and
0: like honestly i didn't start to really feel good about (laughs) being here which sounds horrible but
1: like it's you know what i mean
0: like felt good about like my situation life-wise and career-wise here until i came to terms with the fact that like i wasn't moving within the year Mm -hmm. like after covid I was like, okay, I'm not going to be there within the year. And then once like March hit and things started opening up and I was back at the restaurant, I was like, I'm giving myself a year. Like, I'm not putting a time stamp on it. I'm not whatever. And then I was like, I'm enjoying where I'm at. I'm working. I'm saving money for the summer. And I'm just going to see what happens. And then yes. things have started and I opening think up. A lot, and I things think a have lot to show that
1: the idea of something is a lot worse than the reality. Mm-hmm. Like your idea of this was a lot worse than what it actually – Came out to be. Right. So it just goes to show that like, a lot is in your head. And mm-hmm. I say that because I think people like shit on Binghamton like hate it here. Mm-hmm. Like move, well, get away the from there. that's the funny part is like, like I don't actually, hate it here. No, I know. You I know what I mean? That's what
0: always was so funny to me. You like, ha- but I love it here. Yeah,
1: it's like it's what you make it. And exactly. That is that is my advice for yeah. you.
0: <laughs> Making friends we touched on, but it's a small town. You could probably, you, there's probably people you can reconnect with if that needs to be the case, you know, like put yourself out there, but. Don't look at it as a bad thing.
1: We'll be your friends.
0: Hit me up. (laughs) Come see me at work now. Um, But yeah, those were some really good.
1: I think we had one more. Uh, Did we? I just don't know where to find it because I can't remember whether it was a DM or.
0: Oh, it was answers. I have it. You do? Okay. Sorry. I forgot about that one. Um, cause I didn't screenshot it. Okay. So moving dot, dot, dot to a new city out of your parents' home into your pla- own place for the first time, question mark. Me and my boyfriend had the house buying talk today and talked about me moving. I'm actually nervous I won't make friends because I have such good friends here where I'm at. So basically,
1: do we this- see the reoccurring theme of people's insecurity anxieties about making friends about or anxiety is <laughs> like in their 20s and their mid-20s about making friends moving because this is like what's happening with most people not your everyone. 20s
0: i heard norma kamali once said your 20s are where you're standing at the edge of the cliff for your whole 20s and you're just not you just don't jump off and like you don't get pushed over the edge but you're on the edge of a cliff for the whole decade because you just don't
1: you don't know Okay I kind of have chills so That was really good Isn't that <laughs> so good Did you I listen heard, to that interview I did listen to it But I I must have I, I want to read her
0: okay, book Must really have badly. been distracted When she said that Oh it really like
1: That is Yeah that's so
0: Um. That's so accurate Isn't it Moving So there's a couple layers to this One it's moving in With your boyfriend Two it's moving in With your boyfriend In another state Three it's buying a house With your boyfriend And four It's making new friends In this place When you're so comfortable Where you're at
1: But stay calm there's just four <laughs> big things happening now. <laughs> um, yeah, I think There's the biggest like one, layers because you you you're in the relationship with your boyfriend, so that has to be exciting. I think moving out of town and then moving into a place with your boyfriend all at one time—that's mm-hmm. a lot. But I think try and turn like all of those nerves and negative things that probably coming into your mind try to find like the excitement in in all of that because I think this could be a really really exciting thing and exciting very exciting but it could also be a miserable one if you make it that way right like because this this is like this it's a big change so Mm -hmm. that it's huge, like so much uncertainty but it also, it's be like really exciting cliche really thing so. of like,
0: there's never a good time for anything. Like, it's never the right exactly. time to do something. Like, you're yeah. not going to feel ready. You're never going to feel ready.
1: It's going to feel crazy and uncomfortable yep. and weird in certain instances. But like, mm-hmm. again, this is kind of like what you want to make of it. You can have fun with it. Be really, be open to making friends there. Mm-hmm. Be open to learning about your significant other in a new living space be open to leaving your parents and your house, like accepting all that because mm-hmm. the more we don't do that, going to be And also it's
0: really scary to move away and be like, I have such good friends here. I'm comfortable with them. Like you're not losing any friends. You're not losing your family. Yep. You're not losing any relationships. It's going to be different 100%, but like you have such good friends and family here that you're lucky enough you have those people to like fall back on when you're away, you know? So like don't think of it as like I'm leaving these friends. I'm leaving my family. I'm leaving all this. It's right. like –
1: no, I get to do this. You get I get to, to do that. I you're get to. You're in yeah. a
0: place where you can move in with your boyfriend, which is so exciting. You yeah. get to experience a new city, a new state, a whole new like world, and take okay. all those worst worries and to worst, try to find the good things you in can, them. And the other thing about having friends and family here is that you can always you can come like back. yelling at this person. <laughs> come on, you're fucking shit together. <laughs> always shading, but
1: no, you can always come back.
0: too. Yep. You know. Oh, like that's you a always good point. have something to fall you back. Can on. Always
1: come back. That's the
0: nice thing about where we live, and like our friends and families like I, we know we can always come back to it.
1: Yeah. But I think the, the biggest advice piece is just take all your nerves and try to find Yeah. Try to find the, the exciting, positive and like things you're grateful about doing. All right. Love. This is a good episode. Thank you. My idea of just letting it rip on the Instagram with anything, (laughs) not anything specific, but we'll see if, um, if the fans like it, (laughs) And if you do, then <laughs> show us that you do, and keep writing in because clearly this doesn't have to be like some serious advice. No, like I, like I love it can literally the be the random.
0: Like, what do you think of the '90s fashion? Like, such a good question. Yeah, good take. Um, but just like fun stuff. Again, we don't have segments this week, but I don't even think we need them. There was a lot of juice in that. There was yeah, a lot was of good. juice in that episode. So, thank you so much for listening. As always, follow us on Instagram at Dear Sisters Pod. Wait, is that even it? yeah oh i almost said after party so. <laughs> R.I.P. dear sisters pod i'm julia Stanton.
1: gabriella dot stanton soon to be Samson.
0: <laughs> um leave a rating and review if you're listening on apple Podcasts. helps a ton helps a bunch let us know what you think of this make episode. us famous <laughs> no <laughs> just joking make us some money no um but keep so writing good. in keep sending some topics advice questions comments concerns anything you think and we will talk to you next even week. if you
1: just have a really funny thought just oh my god funny stories please wanna, that would yeah, be that great would be good. send us Ooh. like
0: funny drunk stories or something <gasps> oh
1: my god julia that's <laughs> oh well could that I be feel like new? that could, could that be a, a new segment? segment but i feel like that's a lot like that's a lot to ask from people every week and on top of advice so maybe we'll add that like i don't know if you have any funny there. drunks
0: or we could tell our own
1: no i'm good I'm i good. mean i can i've got I a have, lot i have a professional I have a professional life outside of this, so like I, I gotta maintain that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, sorry, but we'll
0: talk to you guys next week. I love you, Gabby. Doesn't. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs>